This is JC Talks, a leadership podcast, episode 42 with me, your host, JC Hurtado Prater. Today, we're talking about the pursuit of greatness, part three. If you can make one heap, of all of your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. We're in a brief series here where we're looking at this this poem called If by Rudyard Kipling. I was reintroduced to it the other day and I said, man, I've got to get on the podcast and talk about this. And so the last last couple episodes we've we've looked at <clears throat> if if you looked at the podcast, excuse me. If you look at the poem, you'll see that it's broken into four different parts. And so I said, well, we're just going to you know break these up into four different parts. So the first, you know, episode where we talked about this, this idea of the pursuit of greatness, going after greatness. We looked at the first section. Last episode, we looked at the second section. And so now we're in this section where it's it's really talking about this idea of determination, of determination. And I love this. If you can make one heap of all your winnings, that means you make it, you know, you're at, I'm thinking of Las Vegas. You're in Las Vegas. You know, you have a really big win and you risk it all. And it says here on pitch and toss, but you risk it all. I don't know, on blackjack or whatever it is, you risk it all and you lose and, and, and you start again at your beginnings. That's what it's talking about. But I think even deeper than Las Vegas is this. A lot of times in life, there are going to be disappointments. I, I know that you've experienced them. I sure have experienced loss. And I think what this is saying is that number one, there's a mindset of risk. It says it's make one heap of all your winnings, right? And risk it in one turn. There's this mindset of risk of going after what it is that you're supposed to go after. I firmly believe this, and I know that, that there would be some people who disagree with me when they look at the scheme of life and how big life is and the fact that, you know, this is a small universe and, and uh, you know, we're all going to be gone. We have this finite time in this infinite universe and and, you know, we're all going to be gone soon. And so when you look at it like that, it's just, you know, why, why should we get up every day and be driven and, and, and have ambition and, and, you know, go after personal mastery? But what this is saying, and, and here's what I say is I say, well, we've been given 70 to 100 years if we're lucky, if we're lucky. And so during that time, if nothing else, let's make the world better for the people who come behind us. But I think because we have these emotions, we have these, you know, these aspects that make us who we are. And we have these opportunities out there to make the most of our life. Let's do it. Let's educate our brains. Let's educate our minds. Let's and let's help a bunch of other people do it along the way. Right. So I believe that there is a purpose. There is a reason why you exist. There's a reason why I exist. And so what this what this poem is talking about is at some point in life, reaching this point where you say, I'm going to risk it all. You know, maybe you've, you've, 
you've built up a big business, you've built up a uh, large sum of money, and there's an opportunity that comes and you think, man, I've got to go after this opportunity. It may not work, but I've got to go after this. And then you risk it all. And sometimes you're going to lose. Probably the majority of the times you're going to lose. And at the same time, and we'll get to this in a second, this, this idea of starting back from, from the beginning and, and keeping your mouth quiet about it, just moving forward. I will tell you this, 16 years ago, uh, almost to the date, 16 years ago, coming up this August, I made a journey out here to California and I had nothing. I had $500 in my, um, I had $500 cash. Maybe it was like $750 cash. I had I had some tips. I don't know how I thought I was going to make it out here. I had, I don't know, three or $400 that I'd made from tips that I'd kind of saved up. I had this little car. And then my parents were kind enough to say, hey, you know, we see you're going after this. This is a big risk. Here's $500 cash. Here's a $500 check. You cash that when you get out there. And there you go. So I came out to California with, uh, you know, between $1,000 to $1,500 in my pocket and just a dream. And, and I knew nobody, hardly anybody. And I had no promises of anything happening for me. And I will tell you the life that I have built to this day is one that I'm extremely proud of. And I'm still climbing. I'm still not even close. I, you know, I hope four years from now, when I reach the 20 year anniversary, I've got even more to talk about. But I look at the journey and, and it took 16 years to get here. And, and, and it will take another four to get to where I'm going and another five after that and another five after that. You get where I'm going? But I will tell you, one of the greatest decisions I made in life was that idea of risking everything, coming out here with no promises, no friends, not, and, and the life that, and I have so many people to thank for this. It's not just I came out here and I'm, you know, I have so many people to thank for the opportunities and friendships and all kinds of stuff. But I'll tell you this, I've had so many setbacks and disappointments in the last 16 years. It wasn't like I came out and then the very first week, all these doors started opening up and I never made a, you know, one mistake and I never had any setbacks and it just kept getting good. No, there, there's been even out here. It, it, it got so bad at one point that I had a friend of mine and, and he was doing the best he could to give me wise counsel. He said, I think you need to consider going back to Indiana. You, you know, you've done a good job out here. This was probably this was about, let's see, uh, this was about nine years ago. And I had a major setback, this job that I was in that I just loved. And I thought I'd be there the rest of my life. And I walked in one day and they said, hey, it's over. You know, we've appreciated your work, but we're making a change in direction. And so everything you're doing here has come to an end. And I'll never forget that moment. It was, it was the largest punch in the gut that I've ever had. And I remember going home and I was just stunned. I mean, I had no indication that this was going to happen. And so I, I met with some friends and I had one well-meaning friend and said, I think it's probably time for you to pack it up head back to Indiana. But I knew in my soul, I knew there's not a chance. There's still something more that I have to do. There's still something more that I need to do there. You know, I, I didn't come out here to go back with nothing. Right. And, and at the time I had, you know, I'd done most of my college, but I still hadn't finished my bachelor's degree. So I still had that unfinished. And, and I just had a lot of things that were just unfinished. Right. And I, I think at that time I'd already been out here four, five, six, seven years, you know, something like that. And I'll never forget him saying that to me. But I took the risk and I stayed. And, and I can't tell you after that, 
life got even better. And, and I have this feeling that it was like the God universe putting this crucible in front of me. Do you really want this? Do you really want this? And if so, are you going to, I'm going to be transparent with you. Again, this was 19 years ago. There was a point where I didn't think that I would make rent and I was calling my landlord. And at the moment, I, while I was calling him, I wasn't in front of him, but while I was calling him, I, I remember being on my knees in my living room begging, please let me stay an extra month and I'll figure this out and I'll make sure to pay back rent. And thank goodness he did. He was, he was a very kind man and he made it clear, you've got 30 days and if you don't get this figured out, you're out, right? Uh, but I'll never forget that moment. And that moment started by, by showing up at home and I had one of those, um, what do you call that? Um, I had one of those pieces of papers on my door, which is very embarrassing. And I lived in an apartment complex at the time. And I had this piece of paper on my door that said, uh, not foreclosure, but, but basically you have 30 days or you're out. And I remember thinking that and I came, you know, I had this little job that, that wasn't making much. And, and I had no, I, I needed more income. I'll just never forget that moment. And getting on my knees there in the living room while I'm talking to him on the phone and begging, please, please let me do this. Please let me stay. That was a life altering moment for me. And I think sometimes the universe, how bad do you want it? And it was like after that, and, and, and there were still more setbacks after that, many more setbacks after that. But this, what this poem is talking about is that the courageous man, the person pursuing greatness and I'm not equating myself to that, but I will say that this is so important to me. I'm trying to make these, these decisions in my own life. And sometimes it means you got to step out and make some really tough and hard decisions. And so that's what it says is you, you risk it all. And there's a chance that you're going to lose it all. I've been there. You know, some of you listening have been there. But then I love this right here. It says, never breathe a word about your loss. Don't go crying to people about it. Don't get on social media and tell the whole world about it. Well, maybe down the road, like I'm doing here, you know, with you, I've never told that story publicly, but I can say it here with you because I think it's an important story to share. And I'm, it's way behind me. It's like nine years behind me, right? But never breathe a word about the loss. Now, I do understand there are friends and there are people, family, and, I, and that's what they're for. If you have a counselor, a therapist, somebody close to you, but I, I will never understand people who get on social media and just blast their problems to the world while they're going through it. I don't understand. You, you know, you have friends, you have people for that. Social media is not the place. Risking everything, losing everything, starting again at your beginnings, but never, ever breathing a word, which means not complaining, not griping about it, not making people feel sorry for you. And that's what a lot of people want, right? That like they get on social media and they tell you about all their problems. And what they want is they want you to feel sorry for them. You know, you know uh, they're doing all of that for a like. I've never understood that in my entire life. I appreciate these words. And then it goes on to say, if you can force your heart and nerve and sinew, and that means that's like a ligament, that's like a tendon that attaches your muscle to the bone. If you can force your heart, nerve and sinew, which is saying everything about you to serve your turn long after they are gone. So when the will is gone, when, when the body is, is wanting to give up and so hold on when there is nothing inside of you, you've been there before, you're exhausted, you're tired. Life is handing you a bunch of lemons and, and you're thinking, you know, I, I just don't want to do this anymore. I, I just need a break. 
and so hold on when there's nothing and you accept the will which says to them, hold on. In that moment, when there's nothing and your friends and everyone's turned their back on you, and I've been there a few times before, where through a loss of status or whatever it may be, the friendships go as well. And and, and, and in those moments, your body gets tired and it's hard. And all that you have within you is this will that says, hold on, hold on, hold on. And that's what it's saying. If you can force your heart, if you can force your body and your soul to serve your turn long after they're gone, when you're tired and you're exhausted and you just want to give up, you keep on moving forward. This is the idea of personal mastery. Because a lot of people just quit. They just give up. And I'm not saying that they quit their lives, but they, you know, they stop dreaming about the future. They stop moving forward towards the future. And what this poem is trying to tell us is, no, keep moving forward. Keep with the pursuit of determination. And when somebody tells you it's time to pack up and go home, you can say, thank you for the advice. But you know, deep inside Even though the circumstances around you are hard, you know deep inside, no, it's not time yet. I'm going to keep moving forward. I'll see you on the next episode of the podcast. We'll finish up this poem. I hope it's added value to your life. I'll see you soon. Take care.